Hello and welcome back to Tells. My name is Borsi and this podcast is on poker and love. I'm joined by my co-host, Andrew Nimi. Hello, Andrew. Hello, everyone. <laughs> everyone out there. I can see you all perfectly clear. So hello to all of you. You couldn't see last week? Nope. If anybody was paying attention, they might have caught it in the previous podcast. Because as I was, you know, editing and putting the music in the podcast, the framing was a little bit off. Because was it? you are usually in charge of the framing, but... Whoops. It was fine. It, I mean, it was off, but not terrible, I hope. I don't think anybody noticed. You're, you're kind of a perfectionist in that way. All right, well, hopefully today is better because both of us can see well i was gonna say perfectly <laughs> but you can't see perfectly can you i cannot see perfectly no well one of us can congratulations andrew Nimi. we did it we did it we did it together we got the surgery <laughs> i did not get the surgery <laughs> share with the listeners of the podcast what surgery you got i got lasik lasik surgery i got lasers in the eyes laser eye surgery direct lasers in the eyeballs what did these lasers enable your eyeballs to do I don't know. I don't know how it works. They just shoot lasers in there and you come out uh, the next day being able to see 20-20 vision. It's pretty, it's pretty amazing. That's, that's the second part of it. Do you want to know what the first part is? You know the first part, don't you? They might not know. Do you know? Tell us what the well, first part is. The first part, well, first of all, they give you numbing drops. Okay. Thankfully. Then the part after that is they manually take a very small knife to your eye. <laughs> Did you, could you see this knife? Coming yes. toward your eye? I, it's probably not called a knife. It's probably called something else. Scalpel, perhaps? Maybe like, something whatever. of that okay. sort. But they make a little like knife. incision, not like a full circle, maybe like 80% of a, cir a circle, mm -hmm. and then like flip that part of your eye over. Make a little flap so that they can get underneath the top layer of your eye so that the laser can get in there and do its thing. Okay. Your eyes are watering right now. <laughs> <laughs> Are they? <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> Sounds terrifying. Yeah. Um, it is a little terrifying. But uh, like I said, thank God for those numbing drops. So you um, didn't feel the laser. You or can you didn't feel, feel the scalpel opening the flap. So it's mostly like pressure. You can feel like, you know, something on your eye. Obviously, if you're like poking yourself in the colored part of your eye, that's usually going to be not very fun at all. The opposite of that actually but it's not like the worst thing ever it's not the best thing ever either but it's not the worst thing okay so yeah the first part of that is manual so like mr steady hands doctor is uh making that flap and then after that it's uh it's laser time and the laser is like pre-programmed to like assess your eye and do what it needs to do so you don't know what the laser does uh it reshapes your eye basically Really? Because I also have astigmatism, which uh, is like... I do, too. Yeah. That's when I'm your sure. eye is shaped like a rugby ball. Yeah. Instead of a perfect circle. Right. So why... So you had what sort of eye eye condition? Myopia? I have... Myopia, which is nearsightedness. Yeah, I'm nearsighted. I couldn't see far. Things when you look far were blurry. Right. And you wore glasses for how long? How long probably have you not been able to see clearly? <laughs> well, uh, I mean, I think I probably got my first pair of glasses either fifth or sixth grade. 
did you ever use your glasses as like a statement of an or like an accessory? No. no. Did you have dorky glasses or did you have cool glasses? Uh, somewhere in between there. I never really thought that they were cool. Do you have any photos? Somewhere, yeah. Yeah, maybe we can insert them here. If we can find them, that would be fantastic. I'm sure mom or a little bro can send something over to us that we can insert into the podcast here. That would be great. It's been, let's see, how old are you in like sixth grade? Twelve. Twelve? Yeah. What is that? Like almost 30 years? Pretty much. Yeah, almost 30 years of Of lenses of some sort. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So then I got contacts in like eighth grade and basically have worn contacts almost every day of my life since then which is kind of crazy to think about. And now I'll probably not wear contacts again, but apparently like, I don't know, 10 years from now, somewhere around that time, your eyes start to require some reading glasses, usually, despite the LASIK. So it's not a permanent fix? No, sadly. So tell us how, last week we were talking about your LASIK eye consultation so you weren't gonna wear glasses or you hadn't worn glasses for five days is that right that's right or you were in the process right five days no glasses go in for a consultation how do you end up in surgery (laughs) in the same breath um well it's a combination of a that because when you get lasik you're also not supposed to wear your contacts for two days before that so since i was already not wearing contacts And I think because of like possibly Corona times, people just not doing as many things. Um, Schedule was wide open. Schedule was open. The doctor's schedule was open. So he's like, so you want to do this like tomorrow? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, "Uh, maybe. (laughs) What did you think when he said that? Because I usually say no. You know, like you go to the dentist. They're like, oh, you have something. We could fix it. Do you want to do it right now? I usually say maybe not. Let me think about it. Sure. Well, I knew that like if he said that I was a good candidate because my my like full-time optometrist, my normal optometrist. He's an ophthalmologist. Give him the correct. Ophthalmologist. Not just an optometrist. What's the difference? They do more study. Okay. They do more stuff. Yeah. And they do the dilation and eye health. It's not really? just like, can you see? Number one, two. I see. Okay. My ophthalmologist <laughs> said that this LASIK guy. I like Dr. Perijek, so got have to give him props. There you go. Free shout out. He said that this LASIK guy is pretty strict in terms of who he performs on. He generally looks for reasons to not accept patients. So I figured if this guy said that I was a good candidate, then I wouldn't really have any excuse to not go forward with it. Mm-hmm. And then, so like when he said, when, when do you want to do it? How's tomorrow? <laughs> I was like, well, what's really the difference, you know, between two weeks from now and tomorrow, especially since I have to like go another couple of days without wearing contacts and doing that whole routine. And if I've already done that part, then we might as well just get it, get it over with. Yeah, I was very surprised because I was waiting in the parking lot since I was Andrew's chauffeur, obviously, because he had no eyes. Yes. And thanks for that. In the process, killed the car because I was listening to podcasts and reading. Killed the battery. Killed the battery. But I did find a good Samaritan. Thank you, sir, uh, for helping me jumpstart my car while I was waiting for Andrew. You said you found a guy with a pickup truck who had a look about him like he might be able to be a good 
assistant. Sure. I was parked by a Grimaldi's and everybody who was parking beside the Grimaldi's was either a lady in like who looked very rushed because it was close to dinner time. So everybody looked very rushed. And I was like, I feel bad asking somebody who's just got a hot pizza <laughs> to jumpstart my car. What if it's not right. like a one time thing? And so now their pizza is getting cold. I'll feel really bad. But I wouldn't want to stop and jump a car if I just got <laughs> myself a pizza. But this gentleman, you know, parked right beside me and I was like, perfect. So he doesn't have to m maneuver his car. F-150 with, a, you know, those metal boxes in the back. Yeah. I was like, this guy knows what's, what's happening. He'll know exactly what to do. Mm -hmm. I'm on it. So, so what'd you say? I said, excuse me, uh... I killed my car. Can you help me jumpstart it? He's like, sure, I've got cable. I'm like, don't even worry about that. I've got jumper cables too. Thank you. All right. Um, so uh, then I was very surprised to learn that while I was getting the car jumpstarted, somebody was making big life decisions <laughs> <laughs> and actually going to go get LASIK the very next day. Indeed. Lasers in the eyes the next day. And so... How were you feeling? Because I'll tell you, my initial reaction was, uh, that seems a little bit fast. I would wait. What? We'll wait for what, though? Think about it. Make sure you're <laughs> not making a rash decision. <laughs> but this isn't anywhere near the first or fourth or 400th time that I've thought about it by now over the years. I know, but usually, you know what I mean? Like, usually, like you said, there's usually a wait. Because the doctors are so busy mm -hmm. that there's usually like a week, a two week wait so that they can fit you in the schedule. So I don't know, somebody who doesn't, you're like, why don't you have clients Maybe lined up around the, around the door? He's you desperate. Should. He's desperate for cash. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. That didn't occur to me. <laughs> Maybe I'm too trusting. That's good. I don't know if That's it is good. when it comes to your eyes. So that was just the initial reaction. And then when we came home, my thoughts were, what if it goes wrong? What, what were your thoughts? I thought that there was a pretty like tiny, even insignificant chance that it could go wrong. I Have mean, you done a lot of research? Because I wanted to do research the week. So the day you were going for your consultation, I wanted to do research so I could like make you feel better because you were saying you were quite nervous about going for the consultation yeah. so that's why it was very surprising that you went for a consultation now you're doing it when you were so nervous about just going i was like it's just a consultation nothing's going to happen today i think like over the years of being a professional gambler when i'm sure like i don't remember what the odds are but like i have to imagine or it's tucked away in my mind somewhere that like the odds of some really bad outcome or like really small, like less than 1%. So if the numbers are like that small, it's, you, it's, you should do it. It's not worth like not doing something that would be so <laughs> cool to do. So cool. So beneficial. Yeah, but that's the, that was not the feeling that you gave me. Well, I would, I guess I'm just like, I don't know. I get nervous. Cause like I've had, I had, I had, I guess, what would be called an eye surgery before. Like, I've, I get, like, uh, you know, styes on my sure. eyelids sometimes. And so, like, when I was in ninth grade, I think, 
I had one, I think on the same eye on both eyelids. So like one on each eyelid. You had a top and bottom sty? Yeah, that like wouldn't drain over the course of like three weeks or something. And so I had to get surgery to have it drained. And that was like the shittiest thing I've had to do. Really? Yeah, because that's like, so like they put a clamp on your eyelid and like flip it upside down. And then, I mean, they give you a shot that's supposed to be like local anesthesia, but I feel like it didn't even work. (laughs) That's like slicing open your eyelid and draining that. That was like the most painful thing that, that I've had to do. So you didn't have the clamp with the LASIK? Yeah, I did. You did have the clamp. Okay. A little bit different of a clamp, I guess. Okay. <laughs> a clamp nonetheless. <laughs> I know, but you were ninth grade versus how old you are now, right? So that makes a difference. Too. Yeah. It was okay. really brutal um, of a thing. And so I guess I like had memories of that. Just envisioning like the LASIK thing sucking in some way. Mm. Not really knowing how though, you know, because how can you know? Sure. Without having done it. Yeah, I mean, I usually think most things will work out, but you were quite nervous. So I was like, okay, I'm going to watch some YouTube videos (laughs) just to, you know, tell him that it's not that bad and it's just a consultation. So, yeah. Sure. Yeah. I guess, yeah, just nerves about the procedure, how it was going to feel, like what the recovery was going to be like. But, I mean, I wouldn't have signed up like that quickly if i didn't have like the confidence of it working out in the end (laughs) so what other what fears did you have did you have any specific fears uh aside from it just like generally sucking so you just thought there might be bad after like during and after so you didn't think there would be something permanent permanently life-changing yeah that's what i mean like i think as a professional gambler it's like the odds of that sort of thing just feel like low enough to not really worry about it too much i had low i mean it wasn't high but i had low anxiousness around you losing your vision completely (laughs) yeah that would be awful and i was imagining what life would be like if you did lose your vision what would it be like would you find another man probably not probably you think so it's not like you look at me all that often. Do you what know do you what mean? I mean? You don't just, just sit here looking at me. <laughs> so I don't think that. I look at you every day, multiple times. <laughs> okay. That's pretty often. Yeah, but it's not like I wake up and I'm like, are you looking at me? Uh, I don't know. That crossed my mind. And I was like, wow, life would be really different. I mean, it would be the worst. I think the worst sense to lose, right? No, I think all senses are really important. Touch, it's just touch would be pretty bad. Yeah, it's just... Because sex. <laughs> <laughs> because sex. So you think blind sex would be pretty... It would be pretty much the same? Yeah. Blind sex would probably be okay. Yeah, I mean, all your Everything other... else about being blind would probably be <laughs> awful, though. <laughs> I guess blind eating, sex would be okay. Eating might be okay, too. Yeah, listening to music would be all right you would be so present right when with you're your eating because mm. you don't have your sight so you yeah i would yeah. feed you so many mushrooms <laughs> so, so many huh? mushrooms i would get into mushrooms <laughs> yeah i hate mushrooms so you didn't have any going blind fears that's good i mean i mean yeah, it wasn't high not but it substantially was still present not substantially no okay well that's good 
and how are you feeling now about your eyes and well you? i so i rated the uh like the different steps along the way and so i gave it i gave the procedure itself in terms of discomfort level i gave that a seven out of ten discomfort yeah okay but i wouldn't call it like pain you know i wouldn't give it like a pain level of seven out of ten pain level i would give it like uh i don't know like a two something like that was it because you couldn't be on twitter is that why it was so dis- <laughs> discomforting discomforting mm-hmm. i was away from twitter during all that time yeah no are <laughs> you sure the weirdest thing i don't know which uh, there's many weird things about this procedure but like one of them even i i should i forgot to mention before the uh incision thing mm-hmm. there's this other machine that comes like directly over your eyeball and like provides suction onto your eyeball and i don't really understand why because after that they then do the incision thing but i don't think they're like sucking your eyeball out now maybe they just separating that that top layer, layer so that it's right. easier to you might be right they're not sucking your eyeball out like i thought <laughs> <laughs> but so it gets like really close really close to your eye mm-hmm. and just when you think it can't possibly get any closer it gets, it gets like six inches closer <laughs> and it's like jesus it's like right up in there all the way in your eye it feels Sounds like or very it looks dramatic like. yeah it's crazy so that's what i mean like discomfort it's not really like painful it's just like you know you want to keep you want to keep doing that like getting away and you can't there's no. nowhere to go no they're going in wow uh so seven out of ten discomfort after that like on the drive home it's like it's like you have stuff in your eyes and they're just watering like yeah you did have a weep quite weepy eyes (laughs) (laughs) i thought you were crying (laughs) i was like oh poor guy no i wasn't crying just my eyes are watering thinking about it now a little bit (laughs) but uh they yeah it's it's like it's kind of like a leaky faucet you know it's like Mm -hmm. it just just keeps coming and it just feels like you have like some stuff in your eyes, but you can't rub them. Yeah. So five out of 10 on the uh, discomfort after the fact. Again, not really painful, but it's a little bit rough. Oh, my nose was like really stuffy because I think like tears were just like building up in my entire face. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Yeah. How do you feel about your new eyes, your new vision? Um, so we're only like two days after the fact right now. And it's pretty amazing to be able, I'm looking out the window as I sometimes do and I can see everything, which is pretty amazing. It feels like I have contacts in, it feels like I have an eyelash like in each eye right Mm -hmm. now. So apparently there's going to be like, like some small effects for the first week or so, maybe a little bit longer. Um, And that's what's, that's what's going on right now. I have like three different eye drop things that I need to use four times a day in each eye. So just going through that and then, uh, yeah, hoping the, uh, the eyelash feeling goes away eventually. But Doc says success and everything's normal. That's great. Yes, that is great. So you would recommend this procedure to anybody who is eligible? 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 Eligible. Uh, so far, I mean, let's check in uh, next week to see if the eyelash feeling goes away, hopefully. Doesn't Etta James say have a song, I'd Rather Go Blind? She does. She has a song, I'd Rather Go Blind Than Lose You or something like that. Hmm. Um, that's very dramatic. That's a tough choice. Very dramatic. Very tough choice. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, here you are, not blind, which is great. 
and uh, with new clear vision. How do you think this will affect your poker play? This is what the people want to know, Andrew Nimi. How will new vision affect your poker play? I don't see it having any effect whatsoever. I did I did watch the uh, the Jamin Burton vlog where he vlogged his LASIK surgery. Mm-hmm. Um, that was fun, a fun watch. But he said that he went to play poker like a week after his surgery and he was having a little bit of trouble like focusing on the cards there was a little bit of like after effects like i'm like i'm talking about because you also can get like a little halo effect sometimes um i get that at night i don't really feel like i have too much of that during the daytime but he said he was struggling for a little bit for like a week to play poker but after that all good i don't think i'll have extra vision it'd be cool if i could see people's cards that'd be great I think that's another service. I do not <laughs> think this doctor provides. That, no, we got to find service. that guy. He's yeah. next. He's next. On Call the him up. Uh, very good. Thanks for driving me all over the place and being there and getting your car jump started by the time I got back and everything that you do for me. You're welcome. Appreciate you. Brad. Huh? Sometimes you're a brat, but here you are. Sometimes. Good. Sometimes yeah. I am. Um, now I need to find an ear doctor. Oh, my goodness. This is not a podcast about what is wrong with Andrew's body. So, it's not? No. Should we save it for next week? What? About your eye, your ears? Yeah. Yeah, just enjoy one thing working 100%. All right. Okay. Let's shelve that for next time. Ear doctors. Okay, so I wanted to... <laughs> so while you were getting new eyes... Yes. I was thinking about death. You know, Bill Perkins in his book talks about planning the things, you know, for your eventual demise. Yes, he does. So uh, I actually really want to not put that off because I'm too afraid to face it. So you don't want to put it off. Yeah. You know, like you put off making those decisions. Okay. So I would like to talk to you today. Right right now. We're going to decide what aspect of it. Once I'm dead. So that's easy. You know, like how you want your body to be disposed of. Okay. That's easy, right? Because like I'm already dead. Sure. Okay. Do you have, do you know what you want? Yes. Really? Yes. There's a, there's I wasn't prepared for this. I don't know. (laughs) I I don't know if I know what I want, but go ahead. There's a new company called Recompose and they are using boxes to decompose human bodies and turn that into compost. So I would be, mm-hmm. you know, it's the literal, you know, when you go to a funeral and they say from dust to dust, earth to earth. Sure. They are doing the literal and so from dust to dust. So it's a new startup called Death Care. Uh, no, Recompose. So is this the kind of thing, the kind of compost where like you'll we be eat, in, you'll be yes. in someone's home and then they put like their apple core into the your box of you and that'll decompose? Well, no, they... <laughs> What? <laughs> so you you die. Yes. To get taken to this warehouse where they put you in a box. Instead of putting you in a casket, they put you in this box of like uh, decomposing material. Uh-huh. And they leave you there for a week, couple of weeks. I think it's three or four weeks until the body decomposes. Yeah. And then they go and chuck you in the forest. So now you become like... I see compost for new growth so yes i could potentially be compost for your vegetables (laughs) well i was thinking like you know how people have like a compost in their home yes 
I was thinking that like I would be the compost. <laughs> I'd be the compost holder. Yeah. No, like the you'd be in the box of compost. <laughs> <laughs> that somehow that helps facilitate the no, compost. I I am becoming compost. All right. So I think that because and so that helps with like reforestation or something. Yeah, and there's also no because if you think about cremation, cremation is a great alternative, but then there's like air pollution from the smoke. It has mm. to go somewhere from sure burning the bodies yeah burials can cost up to fifty thousand dollars so yeah you know casket seems silly weeping you know like maybe you'd have to hire somebody to cry you know they used to do that back what? in the day <laughs> you didn't know that <laughs> what do you mean they used to have people to come and cry like wailers they would come and cry at your funeral like huh. if you didn't have your family was probably stoic okay have somebody cry to create the mood really yeah I didn't know that. So you'll need none of that because... Yeah, because there'll be so many people crying anyway when I'm, <laughs> when I'm dead. <laughs> when you're dead. <laughs> for $5,000, it's just the going rate All right. for Recompose. So Reasonable. Just so you know, so you're Do not you surprised when okay. that happens. Got it. Do you get to choose where you go? Your family can choose, yeah. And then you can also keep part of me, sprinkle me in, your, in our backyard. if we Wherever have a yard. I want. Or sprinkle me over the balcony. Put you in the fake Christmas tree. <laughs> <laughs> sprinkle it over that. Yeah. <laughs> Throw you over the balcony. <laughs> you got it. Yeah. You can whatever do that. you want. Take me on your next skydiving trip. Hmm. I wonder if that's legal. Why? Because it might fall in like people's cars and stuff. It's just soil at that point. Soil? Yeah. It just become like compost. Oh, I thought you were... Oh, okay. So, you, wait. So, you get it back? You can if you want. Yeah. So, once, part of it. Once the body is fully decomposed, then you choose whether you want your loved one to be scattered in the forest or you could take some of that okay. back as well. All right. So, big big life decisions here since you're not blind. Do you have any requests where you want to be? Um. Yeah. I think if you took some of me to South Africa, that would be great. Kay. Just put me in my parents' backyard. It's very sad. Sprinkle, sprinkle. Getting a little sad. <laughs> <laughs> sprinkle, sprinkle. Yeah, you can use your new, what if, your new perfect eyes. What if nobody's that you're related to is living there anymore? Mm, well, then just take me to South Africa. Sprinkle just me somewhere. Wherever. Wherever. Like, right. wherever we've been together that you liked. Maybe Bowls Club. Yeah. <laughs> Find a good bar. Take me to Bowls Club. Your favorite Put you in the ashtray. <laughs> your favorite club. Yep. Bowls Club. That might work. Do you have any requests or are you still going to think about yours? I mean, that sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Because it's more I guess environmentally like, friendly, they say. We'll I guess have to see. If I, if I go, I probably will go first. So you'll put me somewhere. Then you request to be put in the same place. How about I that? think those extra the, your new eyes provide like an extra ten years of life. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be able to dodge a, a, a oncoming bus. There we go. <laughs> Might save me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you put me somewhere, and then you request to be put in the same place. Yeah, I mean, we could just write it down for somebody. But I, I mean, I like the uh, the compost thing. It's the best idea I've heard in a while. Yeah, I mean, I think it. The only reason I didn't want to do anything like that. Like uh, cremation, for example, burial over cremation. So you'd prefer burial over well, cremation? I was going to say the, the one benefit of that is that 
if we do figure out how to bring people back to life, <laughs> they can dig me up. You don't want to be like smithereens. <laughs> and like regrow, regrow my, my skeleton, you know, my hmm. whatever's down there. <laughs> they should be able to, you know, put some stem cells to work and rebuild me. Got it. But what if you could just save your stem cells and then grow it from there? If you believe in reincarnation. Yeah, it's probably hopeless no matter what. Because then we'd be in that situation where you have this old body and then you're going to have all the issues that you had mm-hmm. in this life. So don't you want a brand it's new better body? Than, better than, well, would it still be like my consciousness though? I don't know. Seems I don't know if bodies and consciousness go together really. Well, it seems more likely there would be if I had like the full remains. But who knows? Yeah, nobody anyway, knows. I guess like, I don't know. There's a lot of places. Where would you want to go? Probably some of me in Michigan. Some of you in Las Vegas. Some of me in the Bellagio Fountains. <laughs> 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 Just kidding. That would be perfectly fine, I'm nah. sure. Just like, I'd sprinkle a little vial of you in the Bellagio Fountains. In the Bellagio wind. Fountains? Wind gardens. Maybe the wind. Yeah. Those beautiful where gardens. In, where in the wind? Uh, I don't know. You know, they have lots of La Cave. <laughs> okay. But There's like tr- uh, flower beds, plant beds. Okay. You could sprinkle you. Yeah, that sounds good. Put, yeah. me, put me in La Cave. Okay. And then some of me in South Africa sounds good too. All right. So good life decisions being made on this podcast. Great. Shall we have a look and see if we have some listener feedback? Let's do it, people. Let's see what you crazy people have to say this week (laughs) benjamin adler says i'm feeling particularly esoteric after listening to your latest podcast offering looking forward to seeing you both seeing both of your progress as this year goes on and that andrew will soon be brought from blindness to sight via lasik surgery done done and done i happen to wear corrective lenses myself Stay cheerful and moist, ready for the next adventure. Your dear friend and cellist, Benjamin Adler. What a guy, that Benjamin Adler. Thank you, Benjamin Adler. You need to meet Benjamin Adler. I know, in in real life. Anybody who hasn't met Benjamin Adler is missing out. Missing out on life. Yes. Yeah. Indeed. Great guy. Thanks, Ben. Uh, He has new eyes now. Indeed, I do. So, Ben wrote us a text to our telephone number. 702-690-9299. You too can text or leave us a voice message. Please do. Last week we were talking about uh, sports betting. Harold K. left a comment saying, I don't bet on anything that breathes. I mean, not, hmm. not terrible advice. Interesting. So too too uh, too dynamic for Harold's tastes, I guess. <laughs> too many unknown variables right. when when humans are involved or animals, I guess. Yeah, sports. It would be what humans, horses, dogs, mm-hmm. cockfighting. Oh, yeah. Okay, this is getting <laughs> getting dark. I see you are having a, a spicy conversation over here with somebody who. Uh, Wanted to be a little clever and <laughs> say you posted nine of these podcasts since your last poker upload. Seems like you're forgetting about your core audience, <laughs> Andrew. I do like how that person self-admittedly called themselves a troll in a, in a later reply. So 
not all trolls do that but this one did so that was nice <laughs> to see i i uh i cheers to that at least you know got to give some credit where credit's due yeah yeah it's uh it's interesting times you know because people see other content creators out there and i must be the uh Am I the oldest poker vlogger that we have <laughs> in the poker vlogging streets? Perhaps. I, I very well might be. There's yeah. probably been older ones, but that are still creating or will still create once mm-hmm. I come back to it. So there's a lot of people that see uh, a bunch of other creators that are still out there on the grind doing their thing and providing content for the people. And they wonder... What the hell is my problem? Yes. What the hell is your <laughs> problem, Andrew? Uh, yeah, I just... Uh, Preferring LASIK over <laughs> over live poker. Over getting after it, yeah. getting to work. I guess I just uh, don't feel like getting sick. And there's been a few people, a few poker players that have gotten sick. Not to, um, you know, they haven't seen experience the worst of results possible but we were listening to veronica brill's show with lyman which was a fantastic episode highly recommend that you do as well right i do you you enjoyed that uh but yeah she had to go to the hospital and she says she runs like what like four miles a day or something three to five miles every day yeah um so she i think she said she's 43 or 44 one of those um which is not too far from me but sounds like she's in better shape than i am so uh and she said she had to go to the hospital she had to spend some time in the hospital after getting COVID. So I'm not trying to do that. Um, and I guess I've just been like enjoying doing other things, really. Um, I do feel like I probably owe the audience an update video at least because it's not mandatory that I have to be in a casino to make content. It's true. So I probably have like, I don't know if slacked is the right word on that, but somewhere on that spectrum. Um, so I think I want to try and make an update video for my main channel at some point soon in the very near future. Um, but yeah, I've also just enjoyed like being in the markets in the mornings and watching Bitcoin in the afternoons and evenings and doing other things, um, that do not revolve around playing poker. So you heard it here first. But update to come. Thanks for the, thanks for the comment troll or otherwise. Yeah. And I think that's it. Andrew's got new eyes, and that's it. That's it. That's it for this week. That's a big week for uh, both of us. (laughs) For both of us? Yeah. You were stressed out, too. You you took a nap afterwards, and you slept for two solid hours. Yeah, because I was tired. Because of that, and you were stressed. Because of stress. Both. You've been plenty tired plenty of other times and haven't slept solid two hours. I want to take care of myself. Okay. You know? Instead of just powering through. Sure. That's good. Yeah. Good plan. I think it was also the stress, though, of the surgery. Because I went to sleep like three times and slept (laughs) solidly myself. (laughs) So for you to get a solid two hours, I think, makes sense, too. Okay. Sympathy two hours. Sympathy sympathy nap. Okay, everyone. Okay. Uh, Thank you so much for listening to the Tells podcast. If you like this podcast, please subscribe. So you can listen to more episodes, never miss an episode of the Tales podcast, ring the bell so you'll know when we have released a new video. If you'd like to contact us, hello at talespodcast.com or you can 
call us, leave us a voice message or text us 702-690-9299. I know the number now. Believe it or not. <laughs> you surprised? No, I'm not surprised. Oh, okay. I would hope you would know it by now. All right. Uh, Thanks for watching, everybody. Yeah, there were lots of comments about people's LASIK surgery experiences. Mm -hmm. And I think in general, the consensus is best thing ever. Yes. I haven't seen somebody say, don't do it. There was one person on Twitter. There's always one. Who? Oh, there was one person who said what? That, on Twitter? Yeah. That they had a bad experience? Or it wasn't them. It was like somebody, some case that they heard about where someone saw like quint, quintuple vision or something. <laughs> <laughs> that would suck. But if it's like, again, literally like one out of a hundred replies. Yeah. Most people said, do it. LASIK is the best thing I have ever done for myself. So. Yes. So tune in next week and I'll let you guys know about the uh, the eyes, how they're feeling. Okay. <laughs> It's going to be a LASIK channel now. <laughs> My eyes. Update on these eyes. All right. Thank you so much for watching. Look at these eyes. Look how good they look. Don't they look great? Hmm? Yeah. Hmm? <laughs> Until next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.